Hello and welcome to Politically Enraged, a podcast made for the lefties amongst us. Politically Enraged is a podcast about politics, both British and further afield, and a place to talk about society and how it needs to be improved for everyone. You can find us on Twitter at Political Rages, Instagram at Politically Enraged, you can sponsor the show on Kofi, or you can follow my personal socials. I'm Davey Moo, across all social media, and I'm here to talk to real people about real problems and work out how we move forward. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Politically Enraged, the Lefties Refuge, a podcast specifically designed for the lefties amongst us. And today is a very interesting day for me. It is Monday, the 27th of June, and it is 5 to 11 in the evening. Why am I doing this to myself? I don't know, but I felt the need to do something. I've just put a video up online and I am asking the honest question that is probably a really stupid idea for someone that's trying to make a name for themselves as a political commentator and hopeful journalist where I've turned around to the left in general and I've said, all right, you're all arguing with each other all day, every day, and I'm curious as to why your politics is going to save us from the mess that we're in, because I want genuine answers from people about that. I want to know why it is that super left politics is the right way to go and how it's going to get us out of this Tory mess, or why centricism is the best way to go. The reason that I'm doing this is that I find it really funny. I get accused of being a centrist a lot, and I am nowhere near the centre of the political spectrum. If anything, I am in the centre of the left, because whilst I subscribe to some pretty far-flung leftist ideals, I also realise that we're in a country where, like, 43.6% solidly voted for the far right. Being as those are the numbers, I realise that, you know, being a super far progressive left is probably not going to get me anywhere, and so I'm not going to be able to get in and effect any change. So I have to sacrifice some of the things that I care about to do them further down the field so that we can hopefully elect someone decent now that will start to make change that will make positive effect on people's lives. But the thing is, I also realise that I am a child of privilege. I realise that I am a white man. And whilst I do encounter some difficulties in my life because of my identity, I don't encounter half of the ones that some people do. Because I'm aware of that, I have to be cognizant of the privilege that comes with it and realise that whilst I was at uni crying over boys, there were people that were then protesting for rights that they still don't have now. The fact is that I want to help people and I want people's lives to be better in this country and there's only one way to do that and that is for us to come together and stop this ridiculous fighting. From my perspective, I was a massive fan of Jeremy Corbyn. I hated Brexit and his stance on it really fucking annoyed me. I thought that he was a bit wishy-washy on some points that I was really interested in knowing what he was going to do about if he was elected. But by and large, I was like, God, I hope Jeremy Corbyn gets in because I could really see some decent leftist politics being implemented if he gets, gets the win. It didn't happen. Keir Starmer took over. And Keir Starmer's reaction to the Labour leaks manifesto literally made me immediately hate him because... Starmer's reaction to a big manifesto of people purposely trying to sabotage the last Labour leader wasn't, this is ridiculous, what the fuck, we need to kick these people out of the party. It was essentially, who leaked this? The problem is, and I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody, it just seems to me that there's been so much polarisation in politics that everyone just is at each other's throats constantly and it gets us nowhere. Since... Keir Starmer took power, I hated him, then I was indifferent to him, then I warmed to him, then I didn't like him that much. It changes all the time. Same with Jeremy Corbyn. I'm not a huge fan of him right now. He stands around doing all of this other stuff and it's great that he's at protests and, you know, lending his name to it and things like that. But I don't know. When we're in the state that we're in, I'm a little bit like, please, can you just do something to tell us how to move forward constructively with what we have? 
And the problem is, I'm not trying to get at anyone or anyone's politics here. If, if you think that Jeremy Corbyn was the best person that was never prime minister, then fine. Like, I get it, because I thought that he would have done a good job of it. And if you think that Keir Starmer is great because he manages to tick all of the centristy boxes and win people over from the Tory side so that we've got more people on the left, then fine. Ultimately, I don't know what the answer is. I'm stabbing in the dark here, everyone. I, I just, you know, I went from being a, a person that was sort of mildly political and had my opinions but kept them quiet to waking up at seven o'clock in the morning so I can get through all of the newspapers and figure out what the fucking hell's going on for the day because it seems to me like every time I turn around, the government is trying to turn us into a more weird authoritarian and proto-fascist state. It genuinely is, and I'm not being hyperbolic here, petrifying to see what's happening to UK democracy right now. I sit and I stare at what's happening and my brain is just going, this literally cannot be, this cannot be what's happening. How are we allowing this? But we are. And I hate people that call anyone except a person that votes Tory, a Tory enabler. But there comes a point where I have to wonder if you are damaging our chances of ever putting a stop to this ever encroaching fascisty weird government. If you are too busy pointing at other people who are on your side of the political spectrum but on a different part of it and blaming them for everything. It's like we never confront the real problem because don't get me wrong, I think that both sides have some very legitimate complaints and I'm just going to start by listing them. Jeremy Corbyn indoctrinated a lot of people into good leftist politics that had the chance of making people's lives better. He was an all-around fairly competent politician that made some fairly decent points. He was also, however, a guy that constantly needled his party. Did he do it because he wanted them to be more progressive? Yes. Did it cause a lot of ructions that didn't need to be there? Yes. Is he someone you should be very proud of as someone that bigged up the first female black MP who is still in Parliament now? Yes. Is he someone that has had problematic behaviours? Yeah. But is he just a human? Absolutely. When it comes to Keir Starmer, is he attracting more people over to vote Labour? Sort of, yeah. Is he doing a good job of making the Labour Party look credible and someone to vote for, possibly even a government in waiting? Yeah, if you ask me. Is he weirdly centrist and a little bit unwilling to comment on anything ever unless he's listened to six focus groups? Yes. Does he have shit advisors? Clearly. Is he a little bit too, well, you know, we just need to agree with the government and we can talk about these things later? Yes. Is he someone I can see getting in and hopefully bringing in some really good leftist policy that will help people and will be progressive and lift people out of the misery that they're in? Yeah, I really fucking hope so. Did he break the promises that he was elected on? Yes. What do you want me to say about that? People break promises. Politicians break promises. Ultimately, that's the game of politics. They'll lie to you to get in. Are you shocked? When it came to Corbyn, I was deeply disappointed in his stance with Brexit because it seemed like every time someone turned around and said, what's your thoughts on Brexit? He was like, oh, you know, it's, 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 it's a thing that's, that's really... And I was like, oh my God, solid answers, please. What I'm trying to say is that I just, I, I don't get the tribalism for either of these people. I don't even get the tribalism for the Labour Party. Like when the Labour Leaks manifesto came out and I realised how fucked over Jeremy Corbyn was, I was like, well, fuck Labour then. I didn't know how bad things were going to get under Boris Johnson and I was like, holy shit, this is ridiculous. So I rejoined the Labour Party, not as a paid member because I will never ever pay money to a political party because they literally work for us and I don't owe them my fealty. And sometimes this really sucks, but it is more about how shit the people that are actually in power and affecting change are and less about the government that's there. 
I mean, how wank is that? But the problem is we're under a really shit system like FPTP and first past the post just screws over everyone. I can't get into the myons of exactly how shit first past the post is right now, but rest assured it's wank and I'll do a whole other episode on that if people are interested. You've got to tell me though. Especially because I've been working behind the scenes on some amazing initiatives to completely fuck it up the arse, which is good. But the reason I'm getting into all this is to explain that we're not in a perfect political system. And if we were, then things would be different and I would be more happy to sort of go, well, you know, you guys just disagree and I'm just going to do what I do. But that's not how it works. At the moment, what we've got is a really hardcore base of people on the very furthest left who think that there's them and then neo-Nazis, which is not true. Then you've got people in the centre or the centre-left who look at them with absolute scorn and are like, well, we need your vote to win, so just fucking vote for us and shut the fuck up. We don't care what your politics are. We just need you to tick that box. And that's complete bollocks as well. I completely understand why... I hate using the term Corbynites, but the Corbynites get really pissed off with that because that's so fucking ridiculous. Oh, lend us your vote, even though you're not going to get what you want. No. Equally, there's an element of pragmatism there because what do you think you're going to get under, you know the Conservatives, otherwise known as the antithesis of everything that you believe. And I think what's getting more and more frustrating is that we're sat in this political system that just continues to get worse. And I don't know what the answer is. This is my point. I don't know anymore. And what I want to know, I want to sit with people from both sides of this ridiculous argument from the left. And I want to say, what do you want to do then? Like, can we not come to a consensus on policy? Can we not figure out ways so that we can all be happy? But the sad thing with compromise is that normally both parties walk away miserable. And what's happening at the moment is one side knows that they're not going to make inroads. So they're just being spiteful to the people that are sort of endorsed by the Labour Party, which is essentially the centre left. And the other side are just mocking the other ones, even though that was the kind of politics that really captured people and made them go, wow, we do deserve better from politics, which is fucking true. Ultimately, people have very different opinions on how we should be moving forward, and I want to understand what they are. I'm so tired of sitting and acting like an authority when the fact is I'm not an authority. I do a lot of research and I read a lot and I write a lot and I talk to people all the time about politics, but I sit within my little sphere, and I don't think that's fair. It's too easy to do that, especially for a fucking white guy to sit and be like, oh, tell me how you feel. Oh, you feel the same as me because we're exactly the same. I'm shocked. So I want to understand how it is that people from the very far left think that we need to move forward and actually win against the Tories. Like, how would you do it? What would you do to make us win? What would you do to actually affect immediate change and long-term change that would make this country better? And how do you propose to get in and do that? It's not me picking, it's not me making fun, it's not me trying to gotcha, it's a genuine question. How do you plan to get in and bring in change that's going to make people's lives better across the board? And to be fair, same question for the people that really back Keir Starmer and his weird centre-left Labour that I'm a little bit unsure of sometimes. Like, are you sure he's going to get in and affect all of this change that we need to make people's lives better? Not just your lives, but the lives of people that have been desperately needing change for a really long time. Because ultimately, it's not just about yourself. The reason that I'm so obsessed with politics is that I know that there needs to be sweeping change to make people's lives better who have been disadvantaged and treated like shit and have struggled and are tired and have fought for a really long time. We need to make their lives better just as much as the people whose lives have been mildly inconvenienced and then slightly inconvenienced and then a bit inconvenienced by the Tories. This though is why I understand why so many people are dubious about people like me. I totally get it. It's it's totally fair to look at someone like me and be dubious about me because I, I am 
one of the most privileged fucking people you'll meet. I am a white cis man. And so people must look at me and be like, well, he's not going to suffer because of the Tories. Like he's clearly just being disingenuous. I get that. You know, like why, why are you talking about politics? Are you making a fast book on the internet? No, I'm actually losing out on money. Everything costs money and it's so expensive. The thing is, I just, I just want people to know that this isn't, even though it must come across that way, I'm, I sit on the internet and it must look like I'm going, I know better than everybody else and you all need to listen to me because I'm the smartest person ever. And that's not what it is. I just do a, so much nerdy research and then go on the internet and go, hi, this is my opinion. And it probably looks like I think I know best. But the fact is, I want to talk to people all across the spectrum of leftist politics because I don't think that we'll ever get anywhere by being purists. I don't think that we'll get anywhere by being centrists. I think that we need to look both at ideal politics and then the practicalities of it and then we need to come up with a marriage of the two and the sad thing is again that when two parties compromise they usually both walk away unhappy but they both get something out of it as well that's what we need to do it needs to not be this i'm not going to get what i want so i'm going to blow everything up and i want everything and i don't give a shit about you kind of bullshit that's going on at the moment because it's not working it's not working at all and it's just it's getting worse and worse and worse and we're all at each other's throats and it's not going to end well for any of us because the opposite side, like the antithesis of everything that we stand for on the left and even the centre left now, because they are becoming more and more and more the far right, they keep winning and they keep doing stuff to make their lives better and their lives easier and themselves happier and we're all just stood around arguing with each other and I don't get it. I do to a point, I do to a point get some of the infighting, but I also think, when does it end? Where does it end? Like, what is the end goal? You can't just sit around and preach about how your politics are better. And then when I say, what do you want to do then? You're like, well, why should I speak to you? You're a privileged centrist melt. I'm just like, oh my God, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Fine. To you, I am a privileged centrist melt who could help you, but won't because you're just being an abusive prick. Or I'll occasionally do something like the, the, the other day I tweeted and was like, Labour said, um, yeah, we're basically just going to try and make Brexit work and not even do anything to mitigate any of the problems. And I tweeted, hey, Labour, you can't make Brexit work because Brexit doesn't work. And I got so many Kia Starmer fans being like, no, are you fucking doing the Tories job for the Tory enabler? And I was like, oh my God, being mildly critical of Labour for doing something I don't like isn't Tory enabling. If I cannot criticise the political party that I am going to back, then what's the point? Let's be frank with each other. The status quo is not working. What's happening right now for both sides is not working, but we just keep doing it. We keep throwing ourselves at the same old fucking plywood and it keeps breaking a little bit more and breaking a little bit more. And before we know it, we're all going to fucking fall through it. And on the other side is going to be a bunch of Tories with very sharp implements going, I'm glad you're here. We have to do something different and we have to be and do better. And better doesn't mean more left. Better means more pragmatic. It's so shit to be like, God, we need to make all these huge, massive changes right now today to help people. And then realize that that is just not practical. And it's shit because it means that people are going to continue to suffer and they're going to be disadvantaged and they're going to struggle. But that's the reality of it. There's so much shit that we need to change and it has to happen in its own time. The problem we've got as well is that the Tories are looking at the long game. Today, they announced legislation that's going to make sweeping changes to education across the whole of the UK. And because they're doing that, 
that's going to negatively impact on children's education. If you look at it, they are taking away parental rights. They are basically saying, we know what's best for your kids. We're going to be in charge of staffing. We're going to be in charge of the curriculum and the syllabus. And we're going to make children learn exactly what we want. And I don't know about you, but I don't want Tories making long-term decisions about what children should and shouldn't learn. Other than this is how to pay your taxes in a world where we've completely fucked the economy. I get the need to stand really, really firmly on your politics. I do. But I've compromised on mine because I understand that they are just not feasible in this country. You can't bully people into believing your type of politics. If your type of politics is the best, write about it and tell people why. Make podcasts about it. Do stuff to ingratiate people to your type of politics. But don't sit there and sneer at them because they don't understand because that makes you feel good. And I'm talking about both sides here, by the way. Oh, I'm one of those both sides weirdos. The only point that I really have to make with this podcast is that we're never going to get get into power and make changes and make people's lives better. We're never going to stop the rot. We're never going to slow down the damage if we don't figure out a different way of doing this, if we don't come to some kind of parlance, if we don't sit together and talk respectfully and compromise and it might be shit and we might both walk away thinking, well, I haven't got what I wanted everywhere, but at least I've got something. Because right now you either walk away annoyed, but with something or you walk away with nothing and the Tories keep winning and they won't stop. We have seen what's happening in America it is being turned against its own will into a fundamentalist Christian nation. Today, they voted that teachers in public schools can lead children in prayer. Why? Why do they need to be able to do that? I sounded like Nadine Dorizan. Why? Why are you asking me that question? But it's true. These things are happening and we are allowing it because we are all so fucking busy arguing with each other. And I get it. It is great to be a really far lefty and scorn other people and be like, well, I've done loads of reading and I know why I believe in this kind of thing. And the fact that you don't means that you are a bad person, but they haven't had the chance to get into a chrysalis and read about the virtues of leftist politics. And they also might sometimes realize the realities of enacting that kind of politics and how the pitfalls of that in a country like this are massive. And also, it's all well and good looking at pragmatic politics and being like, oh, well, you know, we need to try and please a broad base. Sometimes that broad base is motivated by weird shit like racism, like stupid shit like Brexit. And we need to say no and educate them properly or just put our foot down and say, I get that this racist policy pleases you. Well, we're not going to fucking do it because it's indecent. For far too long, this country's moved more and more and more and more right, even though there are a hell of a lot of lefties, and we are going to struggle a hell of a lot soon. When Scotland has its independence referendum, they are going to leave, and when they leave, they are taking a vast swathe of lefty votes with them. Then it's going to be Wales. Ireland's probably going to leave too, and then there's going to be this sad little country of England, sat, still convinced that it's the best country in the entire world, and all of us lefties are just going to keep getting swallowed up more and more and more by extremist right-wing rhetoric. And before long, these people that say, oh, you shouldn't be allowed to say anything bad about the British flag, they'll be trying to criminalise us and the shit that we do and say. And somehow it will happen because they're organising against the shit that we say and do while we are organising against ourselves. 
before I wrap up, I just want to say I'm trying so hard not to start any fights and not to like antagonize anyone on either side of the leftist political spectrum with this podcast episode. I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to say that my politics are better. I don't fucking even know what my politics are anymore because I keep changing and getting further left, but also getting more confused as to how to actually implement leftist politics. I just want to come to some kind of consensus with everybody and I want things to change positively. And I think the best way for us to do that is to cool off and have real pragmatic discussions. A few red lines for me. I am not going to tolerate racist, stupid literature. I am not going to work with transphobic people because trans rights are human rights. I am not going to sit and sit back and for people to be like, well, you know, this really disadvantaged group, we just kind of need to wait so we can sort them out. That's bullshit. There's a red line there. This is not Animal Farm. All animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. No, that's bullshit. We are human beings and we should be working together. But I don't have to respect bigotry and I never will. As to the rest of it, it can all be worked out. If I have to put off my like weird, very lefty socialist ideals for another 10, 15 years, as long as I know we're working towards them somehow, that's fine. But if we don't do something, it's just going to be more of this. And more of this is going to crush us all. I can't do this forever. My life has been eaten, destroyed by the Tories. And I'm not even joking. I used to be this hedonistic, gay guy that used to go to work, earn my salary, have loads of sex, drink and smoke a lot. And now I wake up early so I can fucking check the news to see what I'm going to have to speak about and learn about that day. I quit my job because it felt too capitalist and exploitative. I earn barely enough to cover, but I don't earn enough to cover my bills and stuff. Like there's a reason why I advertise my coffee. It's not because I'm a grifter. It's because if people don't donate to me, I can't afford to live. That's where I'm at. That's how things are because of this government. And what I'm really excited for is to get someone elected, a coalition of leftist parties or pure labor, whatever, get them elected. And then I get to turn on them and say, I voted you in. You've got two years to really make some good fucking changes. And I'm going to be on your ass every single step of the way. And if you don't make those fucking changes, then I am going to be your worst fucking nightmare every single day i am going to use whatever meager platform i have by then to platform people that speak out against you and talk about all the shit that you do that's bad i'm going to make you feel uncomfortable i am going to fucking force you to do the shit that you need to do but we cannot do that we cannot affect those changes if we don't get into power and if we don't get into power we are screwed so by all means Contact me and tell me how your politics are going to make that a reality. Tell me how your politics feasibly is going to get us into power and effect change. And if you can't do that, if you can't answer those questions, and if you can't speak to me respectfully as someone that may be differently politically aligned than you, maybe I'm further left than you, maybe I'm further towards the centre, keep your mouth shut. Because if you can't be respectful and if you can't work with people, then enjoy it enjoy your political superiority i'm sure it must be really good to sit in a room with 10 other people that have the same politics as you and you all think that you're wonderful and you're never going to get into power to affect the change that you need to make positive changes to people's lives one way or another we're at a tipping point so the question is 
what side do you want to be on? Do you want to be on the side ascending or do you want to be on the side descending? I know what the answer is for me. Thanks as always for joining us here on Politically Enraged, the Lefties Refuge. If you do want to follow me on social media so we can chat about the episodes and future upcoming information, you can follow me on Twitter, either at Political Rages or Davy Moo. You can follow me on Instagram at Politically Enraged or Davy Moo. And you can follow me on TikTok at Davy Moo. If you do want to sponsor the show on Kofi, you can just search Politically Enraged on Kofi. Join me again soon for another episode of Politically Enraged. And remember, Get politically engaged and stay politically enraged.